if you know me, I'm a sales girly. Sales psychology specifically, it is something that is my bread and butter. I have a sales expert mini mind in my product suite, in my mentorship business. It is my ride or die and probably my number one topic that I speak to and my favorite topic to speak on. I'm Natasha Zork, two-time founder and self-made millionaire. This podcast is home to female founders, creatives, and change makers. If you're aspiring to think bigger and earn bigger, then you're in the right place. Get ready to tune into some honest takes on this crazy journey we call entrepreneurship. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Tash Talks. We are diving into a sales series. I am thrilled about this. If you know me, I'm a sales girly. Sales psychology specifically, it is something that is my bread and butter. I have a sales expert mini mind in my product suite, in my mentorship business. It is my ride or die and probably my number one topic that I speak to and my favorite topic to speak on. It's so funny. I'm in my six-figure to seven-figure mastermind girlies. They just said on the last call, they're like, you know, Natasha, we did so much research. Like, you are the sales site girly. And when we hear you speak on it and when we watch, you know, I give them free access to the sales expert mini mine as well. And they said, it's just when I think of you, like this is really your craft. And I was like, I love, I love that so much because I just have so much fun. I am very passionate and determined to change the narrative on sales in this online space because in my humble opinion, there's just a big gap between modern sales versus like the bro marketing and the traditional sales that people push. And it's just not the wave, which kind of leads me in today's topic of it's a trending thing right now in the space. And let me guess, either you, no shame, no shame, no shame, or people you know have been saying that no one is buying. Like literally sales are so low. People are not wanting to spend money. They are clutching white knuckling their wallets being like, no, thank you. So yeah, sales are low. Things are just kind of not the same. And you feel this shift in energy where you're getting more pushback. Maybe you're getting more no's. Maybe you're getting ghosted more. Engagement is a little low as well. You feel like your buyers just aren't as tapped on to you and you're kind of sweating a little. Let me guess that too. You're worried about your business, which is fair, which is totally understandable. I want to say that. And you're not alone, you know, because I've seen this, I've heard it. I've had past clients come up to me and say, Hey, how do I handle this? Like, I'm seeing this narrative online that no one is wanting to spend money. And I'm just not buying into that personally, because here's the thing it doesn't have to be that way. And I know exactly why it is happening to the people that it is happening to. Of course, there's probably some other scenarios and other situations. But for the majority of the time, I can exactly pinpoint why sales are low, why no one is buying, why things feel off, okay? Because again, here is the thing. People are buying. That I can promise you. They are buying. And my clients as well have had record-breaking sales. I half a million in Q1, over $300,000 cash in Q1. I just had like almost a $16,000 day and it's possible. And it's not that I'm some unicorn in the industry by any means. And it sounds so cliche, but if I can do it, you can do it. And the proof is in the pudding with my clients because if they can make their whole 2022 income in five days, 
with using these methods that I teach them and mentor them on, then guess what? You can too. Here's the thing. I'm not an exception in the space, nor are my clients, nor are the people that are making sales. It's not unique to me. It is not unique to them. You can do it. This is what I'm going to say. Why it is happening and the root of why people are not buying is because buyers are so incredibly fed up. (laughs) They want more. They're expecting more from you, from me, from everyone from this industry. They're smart now. They know the scarcity. They know the coachy bro marketing. They know that that's a lead generation tactic. They know that this is some like workflow you're putting me in. They want to move away from those like icky approaches that are very, very live and well and prominent in coaches and their trainings and what people push in the industry. The traditional coaching ways and mentor ways and just the industry of how to sell, especially to women, is changing. And buyers want what they're craving is honesty, heart, actual integrity. And you want to know the biggest thing here too is true, real results. They don't want the janky screenshots. They don't want the fluff. They want a people first approach. They want actual proven methods. They want to stand, this is a big point, they want to stand behind a mission. They don't want to just hire a coach to hire a coach. They want to feel that coach's mission. They want to have the same shared values. They want to be able to be proud to hire. People aren't just mass hiring to hire. I mean, you know, for the most part, yeah, in some ways, you know, it's shifting. It takes a lot more than just being a sales coach or being a business coach. People really want impact and they want true connection and they want purpose. It is deeper now. We they, you, we all expect more. And as we should, rightfully so, right? Because this is an unregulated space. And I say this often, as much as I love the space, sometimes the bar is set in hell. It just really is. So the standards are raising and that's why you're feeling the heat. And I'm not here to tell you that you're doing it all wrong or that you're a part of the problem or this. That's literally not what I'm saying, but I'm saying there's a few minor things that you can shift and tweak in order to really, really cut the noise and love on and sell to your people the way they want to be sold to and loved on to, okay? And you want to know the good news here. You can absolutely shift your income, your sales, and engagement. You can. That is the good news. But first, you have to change the way you're selling, your messaging, the way you are actually engaging with your people when they're in the DMs or on a sales call. You need to look at it from a more modern, less coachy perspective. And how do we do that in the best, most integrity-filled way? Any guesses? You combine sales psychology with a people-first approach. You hybrid that. You mix it together. So what I'm going to do for you in this episode is I'm going to go over three ways. You know what? I lied. It's going to be more than three. You know me. Your girl's long-winded. Your girl loves to over-deliver. So it's probably going to be more than three. Let's just say because, again, this is my zone of genius. This is what I love. I can geek out nerd out on this topic forever. So I'm just going to say three. And if it's more, it's more. So you're welcome in advance. (laughs) But we're going to go into modern sales, proven sales that are really going to shift this this energy for you, this stagnant feeling, this like, I'm literally sweating. My business is not giving profitable. We don't want that, right? We don't want that. I am not going to give you the method that has worked for me either. I hate what I like to call the be me method. That is another big gap. You're trying to be a carbon copy or you're taking 
one size fits all approach to sales that worked for someone else, but it's not going to work for you, right? So what I'm not going to do is give you some random 10-step proprietary method. And I also just want to speak to this a little bit too. So buyer psychology, this is one mindset shift before we really get into, you know, the top three points here. Look, I'm already over delivering in this, this little beginning phase of the three points, but this is a mindset shift I want you to have. So buyer psychology, I give this analogy very often, all the time to my students, actually. It lands really well because I've seen some stuff online where like people will try to say maybe buyer psychology or sales psychology can be a form of manipulation, which is like bananas. No, we're in business. We're selling to people. We want to learn how to sell to people. But that just like to me, that kind of unveils your intentions because my intentions are nothing but pure to make my people feel so incredibly seen heard, loved on, like they made the actual empowered decision where I can help them get there because I have the communication and savviness and skills to read the room and adapt. But buyer psychology is just like love languages. So if we stop looking at sales, right, which this is pushed, this is the issue that you're probably facing and the whole industry is really facing, is you look at it at a numbers game as a one size fits all approach. You look at a goal for a launch or you have a lead and your goal is to convert them, right? So let's say you have a script or you have a workflow or you have just like a process of sales of how to communicate and really get them to convert and convert fast. Do you want to know your issue here? You are speaking to the masses and you are speaking all. You are speaking to all in the same way. People don't buy the same way. People do not buy the same way. They do not buy the way you buy. They don't buy the way their neighbor buys. It's all different. So when you're speaking to the masses while you're speaking to one you are shooting yourself in the foot. You are killing your conversions. That I can promise you as well. Buyer psychology is just like love languages. Can you imagine, say you are a physical touch girly, right? Or you love quality time and you had someone just showering you with gifts. Like, why don't you pick me? Pick me, choose me. I'm the one, right? You're going to be like, no, like NFL stiff arm, back off. Thank you. It's not the vibe. (laughs) Because they're not loving on you the way you want to be loved on, right? The way you want to be nurtured and spoke to, they're just not your person. And if you want to say, let's bring the analogy back to sales, if this is the price shopping phase, if you are in the dating phase, you're going to be like, "Mm, next, thank you. You know, you go to the person who's going to actually love on you and spend the quality time. The same exact energy and philosophy applies to sales. If you go and sell to someone the way, if you sell to an analytical buyer, the way you would sell to a expressive buyer, you're shooting yourself completely in the foot. You're getting blocked, actually. You're getting ghosted. If we want to bring it back to the dating world, that's the horror story, right? We don't want to get ghosted by the person that we're interested in, but vice versa. So it applies the same. And I hope that resonates. So that brings so much awareness to why things have to change. If you do have a one size fits all approach, you are putting yourself in a position to decrease conversions and really, really just not be someone's cup of tea when you very well could be someone's cup of tea, but they just don't know that because you're just following blindly some script or some method or some coach's 10-step proprietary method, which is the one way to sell. And here's the thing. If anyone tells you that this is the one way to scale your business, this is the one way to sell, this is the one way to market, run, run. Because there's a million ways to sell. There's a million ways to scale your business. There's a million ways to be successful, right? And what that method does, the be me method or the one size fits all approach, which is universal, it puts you in a box 
It completely restricts you of your, what I like to call your entrepreneurial IQ. It robs you of your unique brilliance and your adaptability, your ability to shine and prosper and come up with like really amazing, unique methods or fulfilling methods on how to scale or how to launch or how to sell. It doesn't matter. It's all universal. So look at buyer psychology and look at the importance, the way we look at importance with love languages when it comes to dating and relationships and connections, because it needs to have diversity. You have to have awareness to the fact there's different types. There's different ways to love on your people. There's different ways to sell on your people. So that's a little mindset shift that I want to, you know, hit home to right now. So yeah, another big tip here, and I've said this, but I want to really hit home to it. Stop speaking to the masses. Speak to one. Now, what do I mean by that? So you can do this actually while you're speaking to the masses. You're still speaking to one. Little strategy there. But I also mean that in the DM conversations, the sales calls, the more like hands-on, you're really talking to, you know, one person, but you're also copy and pasting your messages that you would send to everyone. When you're talking to one person, you're still talking to the masses technically because you're using the same script. You're literally robotically going through that flow, right, of sales. That conversation you've had a million times because it's the same conversation no matter who it is. So even if you're talking to one, you're talking to the masses. And then when you are publicly talking, you're kind of using the same flow because it doesn't matter. It's just the flow, whether it's one or all, right? When you're speaking, again, I'm going to bring it back to the first point I said there, the buyer's like love languages, having the diversity. You can talk to the masses in a different way when you have, say, a more advanced content plan and you know how to talk to all four different buyer types, but break down the archetypes of each four you know the call to actions, you know the energy, you know the type of messaging, the social proof needed for each. That is what will really get the people locked onto you. And they're going to be like, wait a minute, something's refreshing here. And then you want to take it a step further? Let's go in the DMs and apply that method. Oh my gosh. In all the books I read on psychology, the number one thing on how to build influence is to build good rapport. And when you're physically speaking, sales is the form of communication in a lot of ways. That's like that interaction moment where it's like, okay, I'm not consuming as much. I'm actually physically talking to you. So if you make that talking phase, the physical communication so delightful and such a refreshing experience, guess what you're building? You're building good rapport. And guess what that builds? Influence. What does that build? An engaged community. Do you see the power here? (laughs) It's so important. Moving to the next point, you become a savvy founder. I'm going to bring it back to the term I've coined, entrepreneurial IQ. This allows you to critically think. It allows you to read the room. You get to see your people, your audience for who they are. You get to speak to them the way they are. When you have someone in your DMs, you exactly know who they are, how they want to be sold to, and then you adapt. You are going to build up that. I even think of like real estate, right? Or a job, like a consulting job. You need to have the people skills. You like, you know, we've all heard the saying, it's like, oh, he could sell, you know, a pen, a rusty pen or a rusty nail to anyone and they would buy it for $10,000. He's just so good at talking. You don't want to have that icky kind of traditional approach, but you want to have the skills to read the room, to adapt, to really be charismatic and speak to the people, right? And mirror, that kind of leads into my next point too, but it builds up interpersonal skills. It builds up, it builds up communication. 
it builds up true sales skills because you're able to read the room and adapt. And that is so important. And you want to know what happens when you follow a script or a 10-step proprietary method or one way, a one-size-fits-all. You're not savvy. You're not critically thinking. You're not reading the room. You're blindly, robotically going through the process. You're shooting yourself in the foot. I promise you. And it can work. I'm going to bring it back to one of my alumni in the Sales Expert Mini Mind, my eight-week advanced sales program that's all about sales psychology. She invested $30,000, okay, into a sales program. And she said that worked. And it worked from, I think it was 2019 or maybe a little later, 2020, till around we were like fast approaching 2022. And then it just didn't work because the shift happened. She said it did until it didn't. And she realized she actually lost, she could have tripled 5x her income and she was a millionaire. She made incredible income. And now that she went through the mini mind, she was converting leads where she said, oh, 100% of the time I would have left that conversation and been like, oh, lost sale because they gave me a pushback or it went off the script, quote unquote. So she didn't know how to handle that conversation and read the room. Well, now she did. And then she went from having a hard no to converting them into a pay in full $10,000 client within five minutes. And the person felt incredible. It wasn't some manipulation. It wasn't some spooky, I'm pressing you, I'm forcing you, I'm getting you into the investment. No, she just knew how to effectively communicate and uncover those objections and tackle those objections in a very integrity, people first approach. She sold to her the way she wanted to be sold to. So she listened and she invested fast. Now, leading into another point in the conversation here. So this is like direct sales. When you're in the DMs, you're on a sales call. This is going to be like two points in one, but this is sales psychology here. There's silence in sales and you want to mirror people. Stop talking so much. Stop making it about you. It's not about you. Mirror the person. Oh, okay. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is you actually have X, Y, and Z going on. Am I getting that right? Okay. And so if you were to take the sales expert mini mind, you would walk away and you'd be able to eradicate like completely that lack of confidence. You'd be able to like ditch the script finally, which you kind of feel chained to, right? Am I kind of hitting the nail on the head here? And they're going to be like, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. You want to mirror them. Okay. And silence and sales. Really practice that act of listening. So much power in that. Okay. We're going to go into the next point here. I have about two more left. I told you we're going way beyond the three. (laughs) I really can't help myself. And I really want you to tap into this because this is truly why no one is buying right now from you or from people that leverage this. Stop telling me how incredible you are, how incredible your offer is, and that it's seriously the best ever. Red flag for me. (laughs) I feel like you're trying to convince not only yourself, but you're trying to convince me. Show me. Are you really embodying the words that you're using? Do you really have those wins? Show the social proof. Show the client case studies. Put the client on your story. Get people to actually talk to the client. Make it a two-way collaboration. I need honesty. I need integrity. I need the feelings. I need the transformation painted out. I need more. Because if you're just telling me that it's so good and you're just telling me to join because it's going to change my life. I'm not joining. (laughs) It's not giving what you want it to give, girly pop. I promise you. I give a lot of critique on that because I I find a lot of people still do that. You're marketing like I'm going to bring it back to the beginning. It has to be deeper. 
people want more. They can sniff it out. It's kind of like, okay, in one ear, out the other. And this kind of leads into another good point of the feel-good factor. So as you are going through the transformation, point A to point B, you're really painting the picture. Make me feel some type of way. Boost the feel-good factor. Really entice me, delight me, get me excited. Make me cut the noise. Make me want to come back. You're boosting dopamine. So if the algorithm is being a little little bitchyacho, okay, which she most likely is, you, I'm going to be searching for you because I know I'm going to get something. I know I'm going to feel good when I tap into your content. Moving into my final point, I love this one. I love this one a lot because one of the biggest things with sales is they only talk about sales with active selling, selling the service, selling the product, selling the offer, okay? And it's getting the physical money. You sell the most, this is a hill I will die on. You sell the most when you are not selling because you're selling yourself. What do I mean? Connect with your people. When you aren't in, even when you are in a full out launch, still delight your customers, make them laugh, infuse humor that disarms them, connect to the personal brand, get micro commitments in sales psychology for your personal brand, monetize your personal brand. You are selling the most when you are not selling because that is building up the yes ladder. That is getting people tapped onto who you are. So when you go to go sell, they love you. And what is marketing? It's about being likable in a lot of ways. And now we're emotional buyers. And what did I'm going to bring it back to the beginning again? People want a mission. They want to stand behind a person they believe in and they have shared values. So how does that happen? You need to share your values. You need to sell yourself. You need to give, which also applies to the norm of reciprocity in sales psychology, right? So it's incredibly important. You sell the most when you are not selling because you're selling yourself. And I want you to remember that because it's, again, it's so robotic. It's so get the money. It's so get the numbers, blah, 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 blah. We forget the connection. We forget that we're actually selling to human beings. So this is kind of a hot topic, trending, you know, it's trending. Why is no one buying in 2023? There are some reasons I can go on. I could probably list like 50 other reasons. I'm, I'm for real. I really, really could, <laughs> but we will be here all day. Now I'm going to leave you with this. And I also want to do a invite, you know, I want to inform you of the sales expert mini mine. If this landed for you, if you are in that position where you're like, things are just feeling off. I have the sales expert mini mine running. I run it about once a year. It has created game. It really has created those game changing results. I've had clients and here I'm going to hit home to the social proof. I ran it a Q4, a little bit of Q3 and went into Q4 of 2022. 66K contract landed. They were lending eight figure clients. They never felt more confident. My client sold out her entire behind the scenes, by the way, one-on-one for 2023. My one client, another one hit 54,000 in one month. Another client continuously landed her first 10K packages. I had clients who hit 300,000 in 90 days. I had clients feel the best, get the most engagement, feeling like they got that purpose, that fire back in their sales and their people were tapped on. They really had those intentional conversations where they burned the damn scripts. So if that entices you and you want to become a true communication expert, a sales expert, and really shift into this modern way of selling and ditch the ick, ditch the old ways that I'm inviting you to apply to the sales expert mini mind. It is my favorite. We literally have a hoot and a cackle. It is such a vibe. I have to get the recordings of the last one. I have to put it on my socials because we were all in stitches, especially when we get into the buyer psychology week because the analogies I bring, it's always a little party. It's one of my biggest mottos is I want to laugh all the way to the top. And I definitely bring that in sales because it can be fun. It can be sexy. It can be the best vibe. It really can. So the link is in the show notes. We're going to be starting mid-May. 
So if you want to snag this, you want to come in, you can join. We have some VIP. We have one VIP spot as of now. I'm not sure when this launches, if it's still going to be there, but you can check in on my socials at natasha.zorik. But yeah, let's tap into the modern. Let's let's cut the noise, cut the fluff. Let's truly sell in time-tested, data-driven ways. I don't want you to do the be me method. I don't want you to follow the script. I don't want you to chain yourself and put yourself in a restricted box. I want you to build true skills. And that is what this mini mind does. And that's why I'm so passionate. And it really will change the narrative. It's changed it for me. It's changed it for all the alumni with raving reviews. So yeah, love you so much. I'm so excited to watch that application come through. If any questions come up, you know me, there's no icky sales. There's no like pitching. Shoot me a DM. Ask me questions. We can book a 15 minute coffee chat if you want to. But I hope you have an amazing, amazing day, night, wherever you are in the world. And I will see you in the next episode within this sales series. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tash Talks podcast. My name is Natasha Zorik, and I encourage you to be an audacious leader in both your life and business. If you love tuning in, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow along at www.natashazorik.com slash podcast and over on Instagram at natasha.zorik. See you soon.